This is Perspectives. It's the show where we have a conversation about ways that we might be different only to discover how much more we have in common. I'm Condice Presley, and there's no denying it. The holidays are here, and I want to tell you today about a very special holiday miracle film that is based on a true story. It's in theaters now. The Great Turkey Town Miracle, featuring a longtime resident of Atlanta character actor, Cameron Arnett. Cameron is an actor turned pastor, and we want to say, Pastor, welcome, an actor, sir, to Perspectives. <laughs> How are you? I am extremely well. Thank you so much for having me. So I'm just going to dive right in. The movie isn't just a regular movie. It is based on a true story. Tell me about it. Well, again, it is a true story, and that's one of the best things that that we get an opportunity to do because you cannot deny the testimony of God working in a life. And so you have this uh, composite, if you would, of two gentlemen, you know, um, and he is a widower who's uh, taking care of two young girls, of course, having wife that's deceased and gets fired suddenly. And uh, the only place that you can find a job is a, uh, a homeless shelter. And he is totally out of his wheelhouse and has to find 4,000 turkeys to feed people, you know. And so he finds himself in this predicament and there's all kind of uh, kind of quirky uh, adversaries along the way. But the bottom line is just watching God, you know, through what we would call the mundane, we would call the everyday little, you know, tidbits of life. But he's interested in all of it, and he comes through, and it's how he comes through that um, you know uh, makes this thing very special. And I, you know, I happen to, to get to play the, uh, the 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 person who kind of you know uh, 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 gears or, or or kind of uh, you know takes the people through to this miracle, and um, just one of those happy things to do. What drew you to this this production to this role? First of all, it is a true story. But second of all, I think it's the, the kind of role that this is, is what people would say is the last and the least of these, or, or people would say as an actor with all that I've accomplished as well, not to do. But I loved it because it allows us to actually see God move through a life that we would have discarded as humans in, in everyday life. But yet God loves each and every person and he works through, through each and every person. And sometimes we miss our blessing, we miss our miracle because we judge the package as not worthy enough. And so I, I really appreciated doing that because, you know, it not only shows it in um, on the screen, but it allows me as a person to remember that. And so, yeah, that, that, that drew me in. Is that how the great Turkey town miracle stands out in terms of its message and its impact? It, it does. It's, you know, that's one, one of the things I think one, what I love about it too, is that again, you get to see God care about the details of everyday life. You know, people have a tendency to think that he's only concerned about the, the big things, the major things, the spectacular things. But the reality is that he has orchestrated all of the little nuances of our lives, the, the, the serendipities and, 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 and synchronicities of life, things that, that we don't even expect or, or, or see him in, or that we may call, call uh, coincidences. But God is all intertwined with us. And I think we get to see, that's what I love about films, period, is that we get to see it 
in a pictorial sense of it happening in somebody else's life. And then we can then begin to kind of chart our lives and see how good God is being to us. You are an award-winning actor, director with years of experience in TV and film. You do work in the secular world. You do work in the Christian world. Uh, folks have seen you in like Meet the Browns. You did Miami Vice, even Star Trek. Give us the backstory of you and how this all came to be. Well, it 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 goes quite a ways back. You know, I was a pre-med pre-law student in college and I never thought about acting. But while I was working in the um, Jackson Memorial Hospital, uh, EKG, respiratory therapy, emergency room, that kind of thing, I wanted to do something that was fun for the summer. And so I answered an ad and it was Actors and Models Wanted. And I ended up winning the acting competition, which I had never done before. And so it kind of sparked something in me. And I entered so many different other competitions, ended up winning quite a few of them. And so it changed the trajectory of life from Miami to New York, New York to California, and here uh, in Atlanta now. And that's the backstory. And the reason why I find myself now in the Christian sector of things is that once I became a, a Christian throughout all of this matriculation of, 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 of different places and, 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 and careers, um, I found myself in California and, and had, they wanted me to do partial body nudity in the, my first, you know, starring role in a, a television series. And I turned it down because I was a Christian by that point. I said, I, I can't do that. And when I did that, it became a Christ over Korea kind of a concept that people uh, 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 kind of took hold of. And I didn't realize that other Christians wouldn't have made, quote unquote Christians wouldn't have made that choice. But to me, you just can't violate Jesus. And so um, when I made that, it kind of took me out of the whole Hollywood sector, out of the whole secular film. And I went into pastoring for like two decades. And in the midst of that, God calls me back in uh, through a little special incident. I mean, he really made it clear that this is what I want you to do. And um, I find myself doing the Christian stuff. And it's been phenomenal in the last 10 years, over 40 films, six or seven different television series. And it's continuing to grow and I'm watching God just be faithful. I didn't know I was, you know, ca a, a casting seed into the ground at the time, but it's obviously there's something God, God got me to do, and I'm I'm ecstatic. I'm so grateful for for what I see Him doing. You're wearing a T-shirt that says Christ over career, and I I know you're in the pulpit, so you have done this before. But can you share with us a little bit of your testimony? Yeah, you know, um, as I began to 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 do a lot of acting in, in the Christian sector and, and building the kingdom industry, you know, I go around a lot, you know, teaching at festivals, teaching in, in churches and different places, conferences. And I started to give my testimony as to how I made that decision. And it started to wow me that so many people would have had a hard time making it. And so as I interviewed, you know, uh, I did the movie Overcomer and interviewed with a, a lot of not only Christian, but also secular uh, uh, interviewers. And they they pinned this thing. Wow, you made a, a Christ over Korea decision. And it became a epiphany of this is exactly what happened. And what God made me know in the process of that is that the, 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 the reason why I was able to make that decision so easily is because I was following Christ as my king. And so my thing is, man, I saw in Solomon that, you know, he asked for wisdom, but he wasn't obedient. And so I asked God, not, don't, not only make me someone who is wise, but make me, make me someone who loves like you do, but also make me someone who's obedient. 
And so that obedience factor is what made this decision, his kingship, his rulership of my life. And now that's what I go about. You know, whenever I teach, I teach about kingdom. I teach about the king and our relationship to him as such. And without obedience, there's no feeding on his faithfulness. And that's what he wants us to do. He doesn't want us to feed by going after money and going after accolades, going after career, but it's going after him and him supplying and being that that good father that he wants to be. But all he wants us to do is just to obey. How has your faith journey, Cameron Arnett, influenced your approach to the roles that you take in storytelling in this film and others? Um, my faith journey is that I would much prefer doing a maniacal evil character within a film that ultimately is taking people towards Christ than doing a character that people would love that's holy and everything else, but within the uh, a sphere of a film that's taking people away from Christ. Because at the end of the day, this is about leading them to the Lord. This is about showing them how to be a disciple, how to be a son, how to be a daughter. And so the films that do that are the ones that I want to be a part of. And don't get me wrong, it's not that I wouldn't do a secular film. It's just that that role or that film itself cannot be taking away people from Christ. If it's principle-centered, if it's just an everyday thing that deals with relationships, that's one thing. But for it to be something that actually denigrates and and and, and decimates the, 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 the validity of Jesus, then um, it's not something that I, I would ever want to be a part of. And that's how I make my choices. And so there's one 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 uh, uh, TV series that we did, the pilot, and it's called uh, Angels Unaware, in which I play Lucifer. And so what I loved about that is that I get to unmask him for who he truly is, you know? And so those kind of things are, are, are such a blessing to be a, a part of and have the opportunity to do them these days. With so many of the classic holiday movies focus on Christmas miracles, what do you think sets the great Turkey Town miracle apart as a Thanksgiving miracle film? You know, uh, the fact that you're watching through this life, how what seems to be, you know, a demise, you, you get, you know, you, you know, lose your job, you know, all these kind of things that everybody, you know, goes through. And yet God uses that very situation to not only be a salvation to your life, but also to cause you to be a salvation to other lives. Mm -hmm. You know, that's what makes it special. You know, that's what makes it universal is that, you know, um, it's not just about, you know, the Christmas story. It's not just about the the, the resurrection story. It's about a, the, the lifestyle story of God in everydayness, you know? And, you know, the fact that he came um, which is the Christmas story, the fact that he resurrected, which is what gives us the life. But now the life being lived every day is what we need to see and what we do see in this film. We get an opportunity just to see um, God be God and how normal and natural it is. And he teaches us through this kind of thing. If we can kind of just peer into it, into these lives, he teaches us how to trust while it doesn't look like it's going right how to trust and to know that it's going to be okay. Given the film's focus on Thanksgiving, is it your hope that it too will become a great Thanksgiving holiday tradition? I know I saw a picture of a calendar the other day that started at November 1 and said Christmas, and it takes a break <laughs> for the three days, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday for Thanksgiving, and then returns right back to Christmas. But yeah, uh, yeah. 
Yeah, I do. I do. And I think it's something that's uh, in dire need of, of the everyday aspect of Thanksgiving. And if we can begin through a film like The Great Turkey Town Miracle, uh, um, uh, that movement of, of, of gratefulness, you know, and, and that's again, that's what I love about the film. It's about uh, a small town, you know, everyday person and, and God, you know, infusing himself in everyday life. And if this could be or become a, 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 a not only yearly, but if it can grow from here to everydayness of November and everydayness of, you know, life, what a wonderful thing that would be. And I, and I think this film has an opportunity to do that. The movie addresses universal themes like love, loss, single parenting, and faith. How do you think these elements contribute to making the great Turkey Town miracle relatable to an audience beyond those of us in the Christian community? Oh, uh, very much so. Um, I think that, again, because these are all things that we all go through, you know, I'm not one that would say this, but for the sake of, of even the discussion, let's take God out of the situation for a second and deal with the fact that all of us have need of each other. All of us go through these problems. All of us, you know, uh, have a desire to have these things resolved in our lives and who you place yourself around or who you find yourself around will either make that a, a happy situation or a, a resolved situation, or it'll become something that even makes it even worse for you. And so through this, you're, we're able to see the human aspect of life because it's not always about who God said, Jesus said, Jesus said, it's about just people being people and helping each other through the um, the pitfalls, the things that happen to us all, you know, whether you're living a righteous life, as we would say as Christians, or just everydayness life, um, we all go through the same things and we all have need of each other as humans. And I think that, you know, humanity comes through uh, as a need. We we have to get rid of all the, this divisiveness um, that we find ourselves in. And, and a film like this really lets us know that we need to love each other again. Absolutely. Angus Benfield, who's a former pastor from Australia, directed and produced this film. Talk to us about your experience working with him and how his background as a pastor influenced the storytelling, the directing, uh, your collaboration on this project. Yeah, Angus is a great guy. Um, again, I, I think we, we share so much of the same testimony. And, you know, it wasn't even until we worked together that we found out more and more and more of how much, how similar our testimonies are. But, you know, we both have the same heart to tell the God story, to tell the humanity story, to tell the uplifting story, to 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 deal with the principle-centered aspect of life, to, to make sure that we give people hope and, and to let people know that God is not out to bash them, but he's actually out, out there just to uh, 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 do them good. And so um, the collaboration was not and is not just as actors, but it's as now brothers and friends and collaborators and 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 hopeful people to do good in other people's lives. We've been given not only uh, the sameness in, 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 in our uh, history, but now we get to, to do this thing of filmmaking and, and bringing God and his principles to the screen for all to not only see, but benefit from. Um, I, I, I love that. I, I love having brothers that you can walk with and not have to compete. And uh, this competition thing is a killer. 
And so I love collaboration and I love that we have a heart to do that. As you said, you know, the lead in the film, fired radio host turned turkey collector, experiences a miracle. What elements of his journey do you think are going to resonate the most with us in the audience? And why is it important to bring this type of a story forward now? We all watch the news. Yes, yes. You know, I, I think that the turmoil that we all go through, you know, I think that's is something that we'll all be able to resonate with. I don't care who you are. I mean, now call the, the great men and women of faith, whatever. You know, there's certain things that happen that shake us all. And I think it's the shaking of the individual and realizing all of the, you know, losing wife, having to take care of children, you know, losing job, people lying to you, you know, all these little quirks that happen along the way while you're trying to make life happen. Um, and in that in-betweenness of it all, we all ask ourselves, why me? You know, what's going on? What's happening? What did I do? You know, and I think we all kind of resonate with that. And, and yet through being able to watch it on screen, we get to see the unraveling of life, but also the re-raveling of a good and kind God, you know? Um, it's, it's, it's never as bad as we think. And if we can get that through our heads, we won't make it worse than it is. Is that what you were wanting audiences to take away from the film, that it is not as bad as it is? Yes. I, I want people to understand that they are not alone. They're not going through something that other people are not going through. And that if they will just maintain doing the very thing that they know to do, if they won't give up, if they'll keep on trying, if they'll keep on pressing, if they keep on walking forward, if they'll keep on believing, if they keep on, you know, all those kind of things that eventually night goes away and day comes, you know, but sometimes we're the ones who actually cause night to remain because we believe the shadow of night while it's going on and we forget that it's just a shadow. And so I, I want people to understand, don't believe the lie. It's only a little passing time. Keep doing the right thing. Keep believing and keep putting your hands to the plow. Keep stepping forward. And eventually you, day breaks and um, you find that that you're actually stronger and better and more prepared for whatever happens next. So what's next for you? Is it back in the pulpit or is it a new production now that the, the SAG after strike has ended? It is all of the above. I mean, I you know, if I'm not if I'm not you know doing what we're doing now, interviewing. If I'm 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 in the pulpit somewhere. If I'm not in the pulpit somewhere, I'm in an on set somewhere. I know that I have a project coming up. As a matter of fact, um, in December, so I'm preparing for that. Just got the script. You know, reading all that. Uh, we have films coming out. Um, I have another one coming out on December eighth, which is called the uh, the the perfect uh, Christmas uh, perfect Christmas. Um, and that's a comedy. Um, I have another Kendrick film coming out next year uh, called The Forge. And um, it, we, we, we just started promoting it right now. So uh, you'll, go, you'll be hearing quite a bit about it as, as uh, the year goes on. But um, so many things in between. Uh, so much to talk about. And as a matter of fact, when you ask that kind of question, there, there are so many of them. You know, it's like, like, like forgetting names, right? You also like, ah, my mind went blank because there's so much to say. Um, God has been so faithful to what he said he would do that I'm living 
a dream and sometimes it's embarrassing how good it is. And you didn't have to move to LA. And let me tell you, I love me some Atlanta, okay? Um, I lived in, in LA. There's anything for, wrong with LA. We love to visit LA. Oh, I, I love LA. I, I love LA. That all of these productions are able to take place here in the state of Georgia. Here in the state of Georgia, and, and we have a, a great tax incentive, you know, a, a, a great Georgia as a whole. There's so many places that can be so many other places in Georgia. And it's just so conducive to filmmaking. And I, my wife and I like to say that, you know, Hollywood followed me here because when I came from Hollywood, nothing was going on here. Atlanta was not, you know, and all of a sudden in 10 years, it has exploded in a wonderful way. Studios everywhere, people come from, coming from everywhere. And so, you know, God is doing something and, and it's just good to be a part of him taking over, loving on the people of Hollywood and, you know, telling his story. The film is The Great Turkey Town. Miracle, delighted to spend time with the star, actor, pastor, Cameron Arnett. Uh, you've seen him in lots of things, like I said, Star Trek, uh, some of the Kendrick films, including The Forge, which is coming out next year. Final words, final thoughts for our listeners. Well, final words, final thought. God is a God of miracles, and he has miracles set up for you. We have to understand that scripturally speaking, Miracles are not what the world says. Something that happens, it's an aberration every blue moon. The fact that God is on the scene when he shows his opinion, makes his opinion known, is called a miracle, which means that he wants it to be an everyday perspective of what he does, breaking into your life, and he wants to be miraculous in your life. He wants you to receive miraculously and understand that it's just a sign that God is with you. And man, open your heart and receive miracles. And it's different with every person, right? It's different for everybody. We all come from a different place. We all have different needs. We're all different people. And so there are different ways in which God wants to and needs to do th certain things in your life. But don't compare yourself to anybody else. Just be one-on-one -on -one with him and let him do what he wants to do with you. This truly is the final thought. Fun tagline. Five loaves, two fishes, 4,000 turkeys. What's that story? Well, you know, again, you, you, you're dealing with a story of scriptures of how we think the only way to take care of something is by how much money you have, how much, can, you know, how much supply that you have that you can give to people. And Jesus showing us in that story, whatever you have, bring it to me. Whatever you do, bring it to me. Whoever you are, come to me and I will multiply it supernaturally as you give thanks and you are grateful to me, I'm going to be a supernatural God to you, and I'm going to turn you into something that can change and feed the world. That's the story of, of the five and the two. That's the story of, of, the, of, of Turkey Town, is that this is something that God will do supernaturally. We have lost a perspective that we are in the hands of an all things possible God. And we have to break our thoughts and our connection to things can only be done this natural everyday work way, which is most likely and most, uh, most of the time our connection to money and the ability to do and, and be able to figure things out. No, God is bigger than that. And we get to see this here and he gets to show us here that he wants to do the same thing for us. Cameron Arnett, I appreciate you and your time. Thank you and be blessed. God bless you. Perspectives is a community and public affairs program produced with you in mind. 
If there's a guest or an issue you'd like to hear me explore, I hope you'd let me know. The easiest way to connect with me is on social media. Just slip me a DM or send me a message. Search Condes Presley on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter. And yeah, I know you're asking, how do you spell Condes? C-O-N-D-A-C-E. And Presley has two S's. That's P-R-E-S-S-L-E-Y. Friends, I appreciate your listening. Be sure to listen again next week at the same time as we explore new perspectives. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.